look at me. <laughs> oh man, I'm really looking right at you. This week on CD-ROM, we're playing a game where a nerd gets chased by a severed tentacle. That really happens. Jim is speechless. <laughs> And welcome again to CD Romp, a brotherly stroll through the PC games of the 90s and early 2000s. My name is Bob, and here with me, I'm joined by Colin. Point to you, my brother Jim. Okay, hi, well, Jim. I saw. I'm never sure, you know, who yeah. says my name. Well, now it's kind of a, a thing. Is it a trope that we do? I'm more of a gag or a goof. It's a bit of a goof or it's a, a gaff. I feel like I'm going to have to sit up here because I feel like I'm popping into my You're popping. You're also wearing like some sort of letterman jacket type garb. Yeah, it is. What is that? Um, This is probably a good time to Oh, you know what? Actually, it kind of looks like a Grandpa Joe type sleeping gown. (laughs) (laughs) Is it full body length or not? (laughs) It is a letterman jacket. You're right. Oh, Oh, Um, is it the FUBU one? What was that? Carl? What was that brand you had? Durkle? Right out, Mike just swerved off the road. <laughs> just uh, again, welcome to CD Rob. We were, we already went off the rails. Uh, Jim's talking about my jacket, which is a perfect time to mention. If you're listening, you could be watching, and if you're watching, you could be listening. This <laughs> but, podcast is available in both video and audio form. And uh, with video, there's gameplay, which you're oh, already Bob. seeing. If we uh, made yeah, that kind yeah. of editing decision. So, so Bob, we actually needed we didn't address something to, to get a bit meta to do some table talk here. I forgot sure. to cool down Jim, before we Jim, started Jim, this. Jim. If you could say it in front of me, you could say it in front of our friends here too. Okay, okay. we don't. There's no secrets here at Cedar Rock. Oh, they, no, a, we don't want to. Okay. We don't want to peel back hold the on, curtain let's, too let's far. Take, hold on, hold on. Let's take a beat here. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. Also, we're still recording. Okay, CD Rock internal team meeting. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Hold Please. on. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got we got to drive up the revenues here. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get these impressions. Our yeah, click rates yeah. are fucking tanking. Uh, no, are you gonna I, talk I, about how you, you're sweating? Yeah, yeah. I realized that I forgot yeah. to cool off. Usually, you remind me, and now I forgot. Yeah, Jim no, has hot. a tiny little fan at his desk that he uses, and that's because you went to the gym how long ago? I didn't go to the gym, but I happened so to be hot. So why are you hot. so hot? Because it's just hot in here. No, 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 no. That's maybe I'll open wrong, the window, man. but then there's like outside sound. No, then there'll be wolves. I think there's like maybe like <laughs> like photosynthetics happening behind me in this chive plant. So that could be wouldn't heating it, up. Wouldn't the, wouldn't the plant be absorbing the heat for you? No, it would make heat from the energies. I don't think that's how that from works. From doing processes of life. No, it takes the heat. No, to no, make no it energy. takes the it sugars. Makes, it doesn't makes the heat. No, 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 it, no. Make, it makes it the makes oxygen. It makes the sugar. No, it eats the sugar. C6H12O6, ever heard C6 of it? Section. Oh, 05. Welcome to CD Romp once more. Jim, is the meeting over now? Can we start? Yeah, the, yeah, the meeting's oh, over. I, can I, can okay. I, before we start, can I pick a bone? Because I've been waiting until we recorded to Please. pick this bone yes. with you. Wow, we um, are so squirrely today. Yeah, you're such a doofus. Why? <laughs> what did you do? You didn't even realize, and I thought it would be clear to you halfway through the last episode of EverQuest, that when I, yeah. when my, my tagline thing for the beginning of the episode, when I said a frog plays in the mud. Yeah. And then I explained that the inspiration of these games came from the games that were called MUDs, MUDs. Oh, 
Jim, oh, and then on. you showed a clip of me walking around a riverbed, <laughs> and I was like, this idiot didn't even realize what I meant. Okay, hold on a second. Internal meeting opened again. <laughs> I'm pulling the curtain back. We have been doing a lot, a crazy timeline lately. I know, I know. To try and get still. these out on time. And I, my brain is essentially a bowl of oatmeal, cooked. And but you so didn't even like, like think that there would be a second no, layer. I just literally no, was talking no, about a frog in the mud. And I was like, I you know think of anything else actually, happened in the game. I was like, this is actually pretty good. This frog is walking around and there could be mud there. <laughs> and you had to sift stuff. through my like three and a, like four hours of gameplay. It didn't take that long. I just kind of happened upon it by chance. And oh, my like, oh, God. Well, I'm definitely going to use this. But anyway, internal meeting close. <laughs> this episode's about <laughs> Maniac Mansion. Welcome. Sure, sure, I hope sure, you're sure, excited sure. to hear about it. Um, this was a Bob pick, so I'm going to be leading history this week. Uh, let me explain kind of what that means and how this podcast works. Okay, do it every week. Uh, James and I take turns picking games. Often, because I'm the master of recos, I'll take games that viewers, listeners have recommended. We call them recos here. Um, this week is not one. This week I picked myself, but I have to give an honorable mention. We haven't done one in uh, a while, actually. Now, no, uh, to like interrupt a, a you. pure Bob pick. No, no, no. A, a reco. It's been. We've done a, a lot of recos. No, I, I, no, not enough for a few weeks now. Yeah, we have. What Every was the other last one? one? I've done all recos. We've shouted them out. Uh, and Doom. Then... Doom? Was? Oh, yeah. by who? Irie? No, Doom was Gonzo. Roller coaster oh, yeah, by Gonzo. There was a the whole so scandal. Many. Oh, yes. Sorry. There yes. you go. I remember. The, the so uh, I want to give an honorable mention. Uh, friend of the cast, uh, Jody. From California. He mm. was he was pretty ticked that I'm not giving him Maniac Mansion Reco credit because he talked about it. But he also has a Reco on the list. Right. And a he, number of other games that he said he wants us to play. So, Jody, here's your unofficial non-shout-out, but you know, kind of a shout-out, too. Shout-out well, sh- to you. Shout-in. <laughs> if you'd like to recommend a game, I'm, I'm going to tell you later. I'm not even going to tell you now how you do it. Mm. And if you haven't uh, followed, subscribed, all that kind of stuff, uh, however you're uh, taking this podcast in right now. Bob, you know, we'd yeah, appreciate yeah, if you did. And that will help you to make sure you get future episodes. Uh, let, me, let me float something by you. If we could open the Are internal you doing meeting promo back right up. now? No, 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 no. Let's, let's, okay. I, I'd like to reconvene the meeting, internal meeting. <laughs> okay, wait. Hold on. Podcast do you have a internal gavel? meeting open again. Yeah. Yes. I think maybe, yeah, here we go, let, to incentivize some people to make recommendations. How about sure. you Is have there a to giveaway? say three things that you love about them <laughs> the, on the podcast? Uh, I, wait a second. Which way? <laughs> they have to say three things they love about no, me. No, you or have, I have to, to say, say things it. I love about them. Yeah. What if I? What if I've never met them before? Oh, then three things you hate about them. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. And again, so this is like you know how you put a hook to keep people listening. Yeah. This is. Stay tuned to find out how you could recommend a game for CD-ROM. And if you podcast. figure it out on your own, put that in the title of your email, and then that way we know to ignore it because you didn't I listen to the end. Figured it out on my own. Colon. Hi, my name is Jim. Yeah. Be the code, and we'll know. Jim, would you mind if I talked about Maniac Mansion? Oh, in a way, in a way. Is internal meeting closed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adjourned. Right, the minutes, the guy, for everybody in the here, the minutes will be sent out uh, later today. But let's talk about Maniac Mansion. Sure, sure, right? sure. This sure, is sure, a Bob sure. pick. Chortle. So the reason um, that this game has been on the, the top of our mouth, what is it? Top of the tongue, tip of the T- nose, tip, top of tip the of mouth, the, tip, tip of the, the tip, 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 tip of the tip of the dick. Yes. <laughs> okay. The reason this has been on our mind is because the very first game uh, that we played on this show was Escape from Monkey Island, which is the third installment. I thought it was fourth. <laughs> 
I don't know. Whichever way we said it I was last you time, fought it's me not. To, to, yeah. fight, to say that it was fourth. <laughs> no, I thought it was third. Yeah. When Whatever I really, way, I tried yeah. to pick the first one. You know one. what? I think you're right. I think it is fourth. Um, anyway, and that turned us on to the revered, the often mentioned Ron Gilbert, who is a, a video game programmer. Yeah, the titular CD writer. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> not really, but that's kind of an inside. We we we, <laughs> it's kind we of an have inside joke, joke really. <laughs> yeah, we have an inside outside joke. So anyway, um and the first game that he put out with Lucasfilm Games, I believe, is Maniac Mansion. That kind of uh was the beginning of his illustrious career. I think before that he was doing ports for them. So the first original game, I think. Okay, so I'm already, um, I'm already, fu- yeah, this, I'm already this fucking is up your could job be to know that. Yeah. And you shouldn't be hinting <laughs> that, was actually that you not don't one know of my, that. This is no, because that was not one of my notes. Right. Okay, right, right. So that was I'm just glad you went off script before you even Maniac got Maniac Mansion, script. 1987, which is slightly earlier than our normal uh, range of the 90s and early 2000s. But as we've mentioned before, um, we can bend the rules if it seems appropriate. And I think this is definitely a, a situation. I was negative one years old at the time. Okay, okay. Jim was negative four. Keep that in mind. Okay, okay. When this game came out. I will keep that in mind, yeah. Um, I entirely forgot to find the list of games that were popular at the time. Yeah, I thought, well, I could do that. And that was a Bob suggestion. So, Jim, no, but I need you to pay attention. No. They can Google that on their own. I don't need to pay attention. (laughs) The listeners do. Maniac Mansion was developed and published by LucasArts, a.k.a. Lucasfilm Games. And this was the first game that they developed and published um, themselves. Okay. It was initially released for the Commodore 64 and later the Apple II. And it follows teenage protagonist Dave Miller as he attempts to rescue his girlfriend, Sandy Pants. <laughs> the, the last start there, Sandy Pants, from a mad scientist whose mind has been enslaved by a sentient meteor. Pretty weird. So the game was conceived in 85 by Gilbert and Gary Winnick. Uh, who wanted to tell a comedic story based on horror films and B-movie cliches. And I'm definitely not reading large chunks of Wikipedia right now. (laughs) Peppered in with things I saw on YouTube. Um, They were also heavily inspired from the movie Creepshow, which I believe is a Stephen King movie where this like meteor falls to a town and controls their mind or something like that. Um, In this game, and Jim's in charge of gameplay, so he'll talk about that later. Maybe I'll skip this one and come back uh, to it. So they originally come up with the idea for the game. Um, They knew how it looked. They decided that there was going to be seven different characters that were all different and all kind of played in different ways. And that'll be something Jim will talk about later. Um, But they actually didn't even know what kind of game it was going to be to start with. They just knew like, this is the kind of game we want to make. It's going to look like this. But like, what's the game? We don't know. So during a um, Christmas break from uh, LucasArts Films Games, whatever the hell it was called. Uh, Ron Gilbert was over at a family member's house and his younger eight-year-old cousin was playing King's Quest, which I believe is by Sierra, who is their big rival at the time. It sounds like a Sierra game. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's very famously a Sierra game. And he uh, noticed the game and started playing it and was like very intrigued with the idea of an adventure game which it was. And it was essentially a text-based game with pictures and animations. Okay. okay. So he's playing it and you like the idea of it, but he's like, why can't I just fucking click on it? Like typing things in, I think he explained it as like, you know, trying to convince the, the um, what the fuck is the name of that word? Parser. 
which is what you call when you type it in. Because you type sentences like, you see a bush, like, go to the yeah, bush. Yeah, right. And it'll say, like, I don't know what a bush is. And it's like, go to the mm-hmm. shrub. And it's like, I don't know what a shrub is. So he's like, why can't I just click on the damn thing? And the game will know what it is. So he's like, oh, okay. Let's fucking do that. Now, I don't think they were the very first point and click adventure, but they were one of the first for sure. Okay. Um, which kind of goes into the explanation that this game is a point and click adventure, right? So you go around figuring things out, clicking on the screen, and then executing commands. Spoiler. Um, yeah. And Jim's going to talk about more of the gameplay later. And yeah, I'll try maybe, not to say that maybe for not. 95 more times. Um, so we've mentioned this on a previous episode on Monkey Island. In order to not streamline, but make production easier once they got over the major hump, they developed the SCUM engine, S-E-U-M-M, which stands for the Script Creation Utility for Maniac Mansion. Okay, now I'm going to go into a little side portion on SCUM. So the way it works is getting technical right now. Let's get technical. Is this going to get peer reviewed and you're going to get called out for not being enough of a nerd? I don't know. I haven't got called out yet mm. for being not enough of a nerd and pretty, pretty thick nerds, not mm. only in gut density, uh, but in technical knowledge of uh, listening. Nobody's called me out yet. So I guess I've been all right enough. Um, so the way it works is he developed the engine that will allow him to create the games using a scripting language, which is easier to read and put together. And the engine, it was done in assembly, which is pretty miserable to deal with, but it's very powerful. Okay, so you make the whole engine and then you just feed things into it. Okay, and they went on to use that engine tweaked along the way um, in a number of games after that, including Zach McCracken, which is the next game to come out, uh, not in the series, but the next game to come out uh, by Gilbert and co. Uh, Indiana Jones, Loom, and a number of other games all the way into the the Monkey Island series. Um and the cool thing about Scum is because most of the game is written in the scripting language. You just mm-hmm. have to adjust the engine depending on your platform. And then the whole game was, is already made and works. That's pretty so cool. it was very easy to port to all different things, including uh, the NES. It was ported to. I didn't Fast know that. Fast forward. I feel like I don't remember ever hearing me. Mm. It's, well, it sounds like an NES type game. Like it has an NES game sounding name. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and when and for the way that I played it, it, it or like very much Fester's looked like Quest. It could be. But I yeah. think that might have been Super Nintendo. I'll have you also know that they also made many other embedded game engines with other acronym funny names, like the Interactive Music Streaming Engine or iMuse. The Interactive Streaming Animation Engine, or Insane. Mm. The Phlegm Engine, Places and Names Inside a Room. I don't know why that one doesn't line up. And M. Mucus, which didn't tell me the definition good, for good, that. Good. But they like to make kind of jokes like that. And, and kind of gross. My last, my last, are you, are you, do you think you can handle one more scum fact? Scum it. Okay. To train new hires on the scum engine... Ron Gilbert would put them through Scum University, a week-long period where they were taught how to use the Scum engine. Mm. These new hires called the Scumlets, or Scumlets, I don't know how he pronounced it, were given the opportunity to explore and expand on example work to help identify where would they would be best in the Scum development team. Okay. Fast forward. This is a semi-Scum point. Kind of is, but really is, because that's how I played the game, and I'm assuming you did too. Scum VM was created. Okay. In present times, and I don't Scum have the information them. on them, unfortunately. Um, 
which is an implementation of the engine in C++, which allows you to run it on Windows, which didn't even exist at the time. Okay, so Scum VM, you're going to want to remember that. Um, should I just say that's how we played the game, or do we? You yeah, you can that? just say that. Yeah. Yeah. So we played this game, or at least I definitely did. Um, I don't know why it always does this. My computer is very unhappy about a USB device. It's fine. Um, we played the game via Steam, which for a lot of these older games will give you the engine that you need to play the actual game. So this one came with Scum VM, which plays Maniac Mansion, whereas uh, like with Doom. It comes with DOSBox, which lets you play the game Doom, which was for DOS. Okay, so it's, that's kind of similar, similar, similar parallel. And I gotta say, Scum VM work is way nicer to my computer than DOSBox. Oh my god, it works so much better than it fucking... was so smooth. Jumping in and smooth. out of the game, anything I needed to do, nothing crashed. My mouse didn't get lost. Whew, that, was a, that was a fucking release because a relief, yeah. a release. I was a sweet oh. release. Yeah, well, it was because the last couple games have been fucking technical slogs. Couple more history facts, right? Um, there was a follow up to this game called Day of the Tentacle, which came out in 1993, which I'm sure we'll eventually get to. A um, couple other names, which I had left out. Chip Morningstar helped to develop the Scum Engine. He did the coding. Uh, David Fox did all of the art. If I have uh, my notes here. Here's a, a really weird one. In 1990, Maniac Mansion was adapted into a three-season television series written by Eugene Levy and starring Joe Flaherty. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, have I heard Three of them? Three seasons. No. Maniac Mansion TV show. Bob, there's so many TV shows that happened that we've never heard of. I like mean, the Harry seasons, and the Hendersons though. TV show that had multiple seasons. No, but you did hear of it. No, I heard me. about it. But have you heard about it before I just said that sentence? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I okay, have. well, it's a bad example. I think I knew about that before I knew about the movie. But what about the Adams Family multiple TV shows that happened? I definitely knew about the cartoon and the show. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the show came before the movies. For no, Adams but family. after that. The, no, back, okay, after. Yeah. Jim, you know what? Jim, don't be a tuna head. That's the next thing I want to talk about here. In the game, okay. I don't. I, that a couple reference times, doesn't land with me. So <laughs> you just played the goddamn game. In the game, there's a few different times where they say, "Don't be a tuna head." Not Originally, yes, they did. It's in there. There's no way it couldn't have been at least one time. Maybe okay at the very beginning. Uh, but you know how you are with cutscenes, and you were probably fiddling around. You probably no, had a, I didn't. Right, well, I'll let you know how it went with me when the yeah, time is true. right. I mean, we're getting. We're getting. And there. when the clock uh, strikes midnight. The line, don't be a tuna head, was originally, don't be a shithead, but LucasArts wasn't going for it, and they gave him a chance. They're like, take a week. If you could think of a reason why it really has to say shit, we'll leave it in, but if not, we don't want it to say shit. And eventually, they're like, fine, you're right. It doesn't need to say shit. We'll put tuna head. And that was like their little, uh, whatever, dude. Um, during the development of the game, the team ended up, ended up working seven-day weeks with late nights for months in a row, which is gruesome. Um that's very suckety. It seems, I mean, that uh, seems to just be a video game. Seems to be a popular trend un, in gaming. Un, un, I, I think that still is a thing in gaming. Yeah. Game it's just, yeah. Hopefully less so. I, I think it's because um, like the, the, the timelines come from so far removed from the people that are doing like the work that determines the actual timeline. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah, which is a problem with a lot of product creation and coding and all that stuff. 
I'm I'm hoping the call. I th- I think the culture has gotten better, and it was it was also a, a problem because the teams were so small. Like literally, that was like four people. Yeah, in the whole making the whole game, um, which they developed. But, it, but it's kind of it's kind of ranch. I mean, come full circle and then maybe team. unraveled a little bit even past that with like the the whole rise in the indie development teams. You know, yeah. With that, like all certainly. these like boutique teams became so popular. Like, don't even bring up Fez. Let me just well, cut you off before you Jim, get there. I was waiting for you to say, as Jim <laughs> loves to mention that I've seen the movie Indie Gamer or whatever it's called. I've only watched it like twice. You make it seem like I'm the, you know, you know why? It's because I think I tried to get you to watch it for the longest time. Yeah, you did. And, you and then, I, I don't know. I don't and even you, remember how I felt about it. I remember not liking the guy old from man yells at cloud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was I complaining about today? I don't even remember. I don't know. You're always fucking complaining about something. Something reasonable. Yeah, there you go. Why do they do that? Um, couple other facts, and then we'll be done with history. I got, sure, I, sure, sure. I got a good amount of copy pasting I did, and I watched one long YouTube video. So uh, this is kind of a – let's do a pause here. I'm going to give you a little insight behind the scenes. There's something that I really like um, – utilizing when I do my history. And maybe I'm teaching something, Jim. I think it's GDC is the name of the channel, the like game developer conference. No, I and think it's have, GDQ. No. And they'll have of. postmortems with the game creators, like way after the fact. And then mm-hmm. the designer will talk you through what it was like when they were making the game, thoughts, stuff that happened. And I've used that for a variety of my um well I'm glad my, this is uh, such things. a collaborative podcast that you're sharing your discovery techniques and your Things like that. Well, you know me. what? Because eventually I'll how be. Many, how many episodes in is this? This is like 14. 14? That's pretty crazy, actually, that we have 14 episodes. So I'm, I'm glad that it's taken you this long to tell Well, me. one day I'll be lazy enough to. Well, I'll be not lazy enough to keep track of my links and put them in the description so people can watch well, what we watched. I mean, one day we'll just be able day. to bring CD Ron Gilbert on here and just talk yes, to him directly. Yes, hopefully so. Okay. Last couple of things for history. Um, Inside the game box, it came with this giant poster that they made, which was a mock-up of the dorm room, uh, dorm hall kind of pegboard. And there was all different postings. And inside of it, there was some tips and, and tricks for the game. Ah, uh, tips and um, tits. This other uh, thing. I don't know where I got this actually note. And I didn't even write it down. In the game, there at one point, there is a door um, that's locked with a keypad. Very early on. And there's two different versions of the game. There's one version of the game where the first door with locked and keypad is unlocked. I don't remember. And you could walk right through it. A door locked with a keypad. Okay. Our version wasn't. Okay. And there's a second version where the door is locked and the only way to unlock it is written in the manual. And they Ah. did this for copy protection. And as soon as I learned about that, I remembered that there was all kinds of weird little things like that in a lot of games back in the day. I mean, so that, if someone that copied continued this game, for a while. I mean, yeah, somebody copied this game. You're like, oh, okay, this works. You know, there was no, you didn't have to enter any you know, serial number or anything like that. But that then sort you get of up stuff, to this wall, yeah, continued like, oh, like up through like the PlayStation Two and whatever. I remember there was protection for WoW as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there was right? all kinds of weird things, but I haven't heard about that in a while, so it really like jogged my memory. I back. just saw some article about it the other day. It was like. Kotaku or something was like covering. Look at this crazy waiver copy protection for this PS1 game. And it's like this big red dragon shows up if it's like a copy or something. I was like, okay. I've heard of things like that. Too, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> catch you later, warehouse. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll do, I'll do one more here. 
Bob, how um, many times are you going to say one more thing? Because I, you know, I've got a couple of jewels but just here. To, all right, so just be like, all right, five more things. Just be honest. Right, two with more. Me. Okay, two more things. That's all I have, and then, okay. then we're going to get into your gameplay. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm okay one, with it being an entirely history-based episode, and then we don't even talk about the yeah, gameplay. Yeah, we, we just leave although, the people wanting. Depending on how we decide, you may already be seeing gameplay this whole time. We haven't figured out, so maybe no. you are, maybe you aren't. Well, no, no, I, I, I've actually told everyone in the description to close your eyes. Okay, good. Keep your eyes closed. No spoilers. Oh, you know what? I wanted to do this, but I didn't do it at the beginning. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers about the game if you've never played it and don't want to know. Not, not, not. I'm going to do that on all of them. Okay, I was I remained okay. quiet so that way you could actually just clip it into the beginning <laughs> if you wanted to. No, we're not going to do that, Jim. Okay, no, well, I'm going to pretend edit. like you did. Don't make me edit. Um, one animation. One single animation in Monkey Island, the first one, took up more storage memory space than the entire Maniac Mansion game. That's pretty cool. Which came on the front and back of one Commodore 64 floppy disk originally. You know what's funny? I I always forget that like floppy disk used to be floppy. Yeah, because weird, by the time I don't know about you, but by the time I was ever using floppy disks, they were hard disks. They were hard disk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I did. I didn't ever come across the actual floppy ones until I was a man, and I, I never really questioned it. You know, and some of them were gigantic too. Yeah, they used like well, I can't really make it. They're huge, big boys, and they were like inside the like. I don't obviously. I don't have a fucking heart. I was going to. I was going to try and show you. I was like, wait a second. Jim, I don't for have people that. listening on Spotify in their cars. They want to see. But inside, even in the big ones, inside that like yeah. case, there was like the magnetic like record. Well, that's where the floppiness came from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if people know the anatomy of you know physical media like that. Google it, you sick bastards. Oh, one thing we need to do now that we have all this delicious gameplay footage that we're spoiled by, really. We have to remember to explain things for people that are listening on audio. Okay. Which comes into my feedback portion. Okay, but but I feel like... <laughs> Can I say that the history portion has ended? Okay, all right. But you say okay. that as if while we're recording this, I see in the future what gameplay footage is playing behind me in the video right now no, that I can I just be explaining. Any time we talk about something, we have to describe it. And I think that we I mean, did. how would I describe I, it we without didn't. already... I, I mean, the thing I'm talking about would you not Jim. already categorize that as describing it? Jim, why do you seem happy about this right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. I don't know anymore. I'm not even answering that. I don't know anymore. I'm going to go into my next session. Feedback before we get into the gameplay. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Um, I got one one feedback on our last episode, mm-hmm. which was EverQuest, which uh, said it was very hard to follow along as to what was going on. because And... My response was EverQuest is pretty fucked. And I, and I was thinking about it in retrospect. It's very hard to explain it in a straightforward way. There's so many weird nuanced things. I think yeah. this is going to be much, much more straightforward. We'll see. So get your brain ready. I mean, we'll see. And let us know in the comment section or via that email address that I'll tell later what you thought of this episode and if it was easy to understand or difficult. Um, We're just it- basically, you know, clawing for comments. What, what can we say that's interesting that gets people to comment? Oh, Jim? Cheesecake is better <laughs> Let, than... Give us your favorite cheesecake. You know what? I haven't had a cheesecake in a long time, and I'm actually kind of craving one. Is cheesecake just cream cheese? 
How about that I in the comments? Do, I actually, I actually <laughs> don't know. You know what? Let us know in the comments. All right. Is that it ends, just uh, cream feedback. cheese? I might have to take this jacket off soon. I'm getting oh, pretty warm. Uh, this episode's very. You gotta meta. take off your Jim? whole nighty gown. <laughs> the people who aren't watching, you're missing out because it's like you. it's there like one go. of those like jackets that like it's a fucking it has like kind jacket. of a collar but like a little collar so it doesn't fold anywhere and then like ends in like a V. Yeah, I know you can button it all the way down and you're wearing your full length uh, undershirt that goes. I'm wearing my Euro twenty. I'm wearing my Euro twenty twenty shirt that's got like Garfield and shit on it from Thumbs. I like the shirt. All right, wait, what if I open it like this? Why don't you just pop, pop your shirt off? That way people know. All right. Jim? I think the only way, right? I, I think if you want it to be completely thorough, like let's think about this. Get yeah. completely naked and then let me watch you put on the clothes so I know exactly what you're wearing. <laughs> and I have to hold up each article of clothing. With a newspaper. <laughs> so I know <laughs> when it happened. From 1987. Yeah. Only. Jim, let's talk about gameplay. Yeah. First, I would love for you to tell us how you played this game, which we already kind of did. I played and on the then, computer. Okay. Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure the Scum VM version that we played, because I watched a lot of variety of gameplay footage, was the Commodore 64 version. The graphics okay. and everything. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Jim, I'm going to get cozed. Cozy? Yeah, cozy, cozy. Cozy moes. Yeah, get your cozed. Did you say my house? Get, get cozy moes. Jim, um, tell me okay. about gameplay. Char, 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 char. So it's a game. Please. You know, it's a yeah. it's you know one of those classic games. But if I told kinda, you that actually. I actually didn't even play this game, what would you say? You're fucking full of shit. <laughs> You're full of shit. You yeah. got balls, but you don't got that much balls. Uh, I might have to try it next Show time. up to the dojo and then just no, see and if I can fake my and way. And you're the <laughs> gameplay guy. Okay, so you show up and you're a turtle, obviously. Yeah. So, right. so you play as the mansion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you're crazy, crazy mansion. Okay, so um, I'll talk about the setup of the game and kind of the the way it works first, and then we can kind of get into the storyline and then my my experience. So it is a point-and-click adventure, quote-unquote adventure type game. I'd call it more of like a a mystery, kind of like a a whodunit. It's not so much of like an escape game as it is in like an, an intruder game. I don't. I don't even remember the actual storyline that it gave you for the beginning. But we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. It? No, I don't. Okay. okay. It's good. Fair. So, Jim, it drives me crazy how you refuse to accept genres. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much of an adventure game as much as an escape game. No, but reverse escape because you're trying to get into the mansion. And every other episode, you go on some kind of rant about the word procedural. You have to throw that in I there. was waiting to use it. Why you got to <laughs> take that away from me? <laughs> this game actually is very procedural. I was, you know what? Now I'm yeah, not going to say it. Sorry I took um, that from you. You threw me off kilter here. Uh, so you, you get the option to... To pl- so you have to pick three people. Well, one main mm. person, Dave, I believe, and two other people you get to pick from a roster of about six. His name might be Michael. Um, one of the them mate. is named Dave. There's also Sid. Um, yeah. There's like Lizzie or Lizard or something like that. Or <laughs> they're like Dragon. There was someone anthropomorphized <laughs> no, animal. Razor. Razor. Oh, Razor. That's what it was. Yeah, no, it but it's Razor. I heard Ron Gilbert saying it. Oh, it's oh like Razor Ramon. I guess so. Mm, Okay. And Sid Bernard is the nerd. I don't think I ever picked Bernard. 
I did the the first time. I picked. But I, this isn't my this I, isn't my playthrough. I did thing. Sid and Michael, and I did Razor one other time, and then. Mm. Um. But okay. So you pick them, and then I mean, from what I figured out, they don't have any special abilities. But maybe we'll wait Wrong. to wait. <laughs> I was trying to say I'll wait, and Bob will let me know when I'm done talking. Wrong. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't even let me say that I'm trying to let you talk. <laughs> sorry. God, I'll um, try and contain myself. I'm really oh my losing God. it at this point. <laughs> uh, the fact that I just did that wrong. <laughs> so, so basically, I don't know why, but like you're like near this house and like you want to get in it real bad. <laughs> and again, I'm not allowed to comment at this point. Right, okay, right, right. Okay, so yeah, I know you're like one dude for sure, and then like two other people for for like maybe right. Yeah. Yeah. You can only play as one of them at a time, but you could switch at any given time. So on your screen, you have like your playable area. And then mm-hmm. underneath, we'll give you a list of commands. Yeah. And then underneath that will be a list of items if and when you figure out how to pick them up. Yeah. So it'll be and like those are all written out in text. Yeah. So it's, it'll all be written down. Yeah. Correct. Um, it'll be like pick up, uh, uh, push, pull, turn on, turn off, give, uh, what is, read. I think that's most of them. Right. Okay. So no come. I, I think that's pretty much the the bones like of how the game works, and you have to kind of figure out what to do. Again, I would tell you what you're trying to get at, but I don't remember, or I never learned. Can I know I there's, I know there's like a, an evil m- evilman, a, a yeah. wizard, scientist, evil genius type guy in like a dun- yeah. dungeon. Yeah, and he's like something about a meteor is happening. I'm not sure. And then he has like a hot babe. He is locked up. Also, he has like tentacles that he is like turned into like, you know, just tentacle people. And like, there's also like a mom and a dad. There's like a family. I saw a portrait at some point. Yeah. Um, there's also like a, a wet nurse or a dry nurse. I'm not sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not right. Um, this is not, this is not right. There's also a guy who has like a kind of like a peanut shaped head and like a pointy nose and he's real mad. I know at some point he's expecting a package. Um, so that's his deal. There's, this is one of the worst descriptions of what this game is about. Okay. I feel like, I've, ever I feel like I've extremely nailed it. Let me bring up a quote. There's possibly a wet nurse involved. I said she could be dry. <laughs> so what's going on is this guy, Michael or David, we're not we're unsure, we're remembering what his name was. The main character. Okay. His girlfriend has been abducted oh. and taken into this mansion by this crazy evil scientist guy who lives with his family. And he's trying to do some kind of experiment, I think, to turn her into a zombie. And you're oh. trying to get in there and free her. What you learn along the way is Whoa, that Matt. But this is important to the plot. No, but so I, I, I want to talk about what I got through before you, you don't reveal know the whole plot to me. Okay. So the, okay. So that's what we know at this point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me talk through because I don't want you to spoil the whole thing for me. So then it All might. Right. I don't know. What do you think? What do you I think? Let's well hold on. Let's adjourn. Let's unadjourn the meeting. Hold on. <laughs> no, <laughs> what do you think adjourn. will be funnier? What's you tell me the story. Unjourn. Do you want to rejourn or unjourn? Why? Why are you? Okay, unjourned. Why don't you okay. continue the way that you're going? And if you're saying something that's factually wrong, I'll okay. correct you. Oh, uh, you so by saying wrong. Is that how <laughs> yeah, you I'll try. I will try my very best not to do that. Okay, so you start out the game in the street for whatever reason. They like walk up to this correct. house. And then I'm like, yep. okay. 
here we go. This is the game. I figure yep. out that I can, you know, move my mouse around and point and click because I didn't do anything, the research into the game or anything like that. I knew the game right. existed and I knew because it was this old, it was going to be pretty primitivo. Like I, I, you know, I, I didn't actually think about that part. I figured it was going to be point and click. I didn't think I'd be moving around with a keyboard. Hmm. Uh, I figured it would either be point and click or mostly text-based. Um, I think I knew it was going to be point and click because it was a Ron Gilbert. I mean, special. I didn't know. I, and he's yeah. the lord of the adventure game. Uh, well, I mean, you know, adventure, if you say so. Um, so you kind of point and Procedural click. And then eventually game. I figured out the like, you could move by like, you know, I, I it defaults to walk to. So yeah. like it'll let you just walk if you kind of click around. Um, And then I like kept clicking around and I was like, for like a few minutes, you'll see in my recording, I like. I'm like, all right, well, I guess the game's over because there's nothing here. So I figured I had to read the sign. There's like a <laughs> we signpost. It. We cracked it wide open. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I have to pull on some of these side, these levers here, this fence that they spawn you next to. Mm-hmm. That didn't really do anything. So I kind of just walked around the screen for a bit. Yeah. Um, and then I realized I, I through, I don't know, hook or crook or accident that like if you walk over to the edge of the screen – you know, it doesn't tell you this, but if you walk close enough to the edge of the screen, it'll wrap and it'll, it'll advance the screen. Yeah. So that's and then I saw the house and I was like, OK, we're on to something here. Could this be the maniac mansion <laughs> of your? Mm. Uh, so, so the fact that when the game starts, it shows you a zoomed out version yeah, of yeah. where you are and the mansion. In yeah, the yeah. That that didn't do anything for you. Oh, you want to, to talk about the intro? Uh, well, you talk about perhaps there's a mansion. Okay, so the the game actually starts. So I forgot about this part, which I was really excited to talk about. Mm. Uh, the game starts, and then like it has a whole intro sequence where it, like gives yes. you some background, and then it like goes into this like cinematic of like yeah. the house, and the intro music slaps. It's like a real slapper, <laughs> and it goes like on that. for like a while. Yeah, it does. But it's so groovy. Oh it's yeah, so it, old school, like beeps and boops and shit. Oh like, yeah, it's okay. great. And then okay, the rest of the game is completely silent. <laughs> you know, I actually thought of you when that happened, and I thought of you going. Sometimes I would just hang out by the merry-go-round. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that too, <laughs> just so I could hear some music. Yeah. That's from the rollercoaster. So pretty much all of the audio from my gameplay recording is just me either listening to music on the first recording or listening to a football podcast on the on the second one. Not fair enough. Wait, will I actually hear that? Yeah, it recorded it my desktop computer? audio. Oh, okay, so you can listen to what I was listening to. Great. I mean, I and I turned it off when I got so that you get it. So hold on, okay, hold on. So there was a couple reprieves I'll talk about. This is the game from the guy. silence. Good. So eventually yeah. you go and I like walked up to the the house, and like you, you can go up to the door and it says it's locked. And so I walked around for a while and I was like, all right, I guess now the game's over. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> like now I've got it. And then I was like, oh, I've cracked it now. God. I, there was grass, but I could see that there's a grate under the grass. So I moved okay. the grass and I uncovered the grate. Wow. You did that very early on. That's okay. Yeah. Wow. And then the grate, you know, you can't really move it. So that was that. And then I was done with the game again. <laughs> the game was finished again. And then <laughs> I uncovered the mailbox. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Then I just kind of walked around the front of the house for a while. <laughs> loitering is what yeah i was loitering so and then yeah. i was like oh and i uh 
picked up the the front mat and I yeah. opened the house door. There you go. And so I was able to get into the house. This guy's thinking. Yeah, I was I was uh, proceeding through the game very procedurally. This is interesting because that means at no point did you ring the doorbell or anything like that. No, I didn't know you could ring the doorbell. No. Well, you can. And dude comes to the door and tells you to get out of here. Um, maybe I did try that. Actually, that does sound familiar. Yeah. I started. I had to the start the game over a bunch of times because really? like Why? he kept like catching me. And like, so then, okay, so you get in the house. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're inside now. We're inside the Maniac Mansion. The Maniac's Mansion. Or Are we I don't okay know if, to say if, that? If the, well, it doesn't say Maniac's Mansion, so I guess the mansion is the Maniac. No. It sounds like an adjective. Maniac. There's no, it's not possessive. Mansion. I don't think Maniac, you can, a house could be a Maniac. Why? When you, I, I, they're kind I of think using maniac, it grammatically. Yeah, I guess it, no, I think it's a noun. He's a Maniac. It would still have to be, be like he's maniacal. I don't know. Maniac mansion. You're, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just Brundo. not continue to talk. About this. <laughs> Does anyone in, in the this. house have an English degree? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just move forward and say, okay, it's, let's just say in, it's the maniac mansion. All right. So you get into the house and it's like, because the there's no other houses in the game. There's the great room. Okay. Sure. Whatever you want to call it. And you, you get a reprieve finally from the silence. And it is just the tick tock of the grandfather clock. <laughs> yeah, it's for contact. Right? Um, so there's there's like a number of, of rooms and there'll be like a staircase. I, am I accurately describing the game? Yeah. So also, far? the clock was the first thing that they coded when they made the game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so, so obviously, you know, I had a good hint, but I didn't really know what the hell was going on, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, I knew there was a maniac. I wasn't sure if it was the man or the mansion. Um, and so there's like closed doors and there's open doors and just, I was just kind of looking around. So the first door Mm. you get to when you right past the grandfather clock, which is directly on your left-hand side, there is a a door that's already open. I don't know if it has a room, an entryway, we'll call it, because I don't even know if there's a door attached to it. And it goes into the kitchen or it goes into the the dining room I can never remember where, where everything is. I think it goes to the dining room and then to the kitchen. Or I no. kind of no, after it's the a kitchen while, and then idea, the dining room. I still room. definitely didn't 100% know. So then I go into the kitchen and then the 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 moist nurse is there. She's mm. eating stuff out of the refrigerator. Edna is her name. Oh, okay. And then she chased me down and she got me. And she was she like, you better bad boy. Yeah, it's creepy because she's like very sexual. She catches you. She goes, I should have tied you up in my bed. <laughs> and then she puts you in the <laughs> But dungeon. she doesn't Literally say those things. She, she doesn't use She does like, sound. say that. No, there's no sound. She doesn't use it's sound. Silent. She uses text to say those she uses things. She uses text in silence. So in Bob's head, it's it sexual. Point. It's very textual, <laughs> not sexual. It was very sexual, textual. Yeah. So when you get caught, um, yep. you go to like a dungeon and um, it'll be in like the ba- – they do like a little cut scene, put you in the basement. And they show them like bringing you into the basement and they lock the door behind you. Jim, yeah. I have to at this point cut scene in and let you know that Maniac Mansion pioneered – the term and the structure of a cutscene. Interesting. Yeah, because it was the only, the first game where you'd get these kind of like mini cinematic things in the middle of gameplay, huh. not at the just at the very beginning or the very end. That's pretty cool, according to Ron Gilbert. Oh, well, he's yeah. trustworthy. According to Gilbo, so. according to Gilbo Baggins, they pioneered the cutscene. Um, so there's that. 
Okay, so um, then you go into the dungeon. There's a skeleton. There's a couple of, like uh, steel bars, like where windows would be. The doors are all locked. Yeah, and, there, and then there's like a sign on the wall that says like secret lab, but spelled like a four-year-old. Yeah, I guess because he's a maniac or the mansion spelled it because it, the mansion is the maniac. We, we right. can't be sure. Um, so then sure. one of the options in your command list, I'll call it, is new kid. Yeah. Which uh, at first I wasn't sure what it did. So I was a little hesitant <laughs> to press it. Just, you'd have a kid. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But I clicked it and yeah. then I got to pick between one of the other people. Right. And then uh, you get to go through again. So the first couple of times, like I would like go somewhere and I'd find like a new room. I, I don't know how in detail you really want me to get with how I advanced through the game. But I'll. What's the. Uh, it's like the Lost Vikings, if you've ever played that. I don't think so. That's like the very first. Is it anything like game. Lemmings? No. Lost Vikings, it's kind of like where you you have like four characters and you move one at a time and then switch between them. Okay. I, I, yeah. Very, okay. very early. Considering I played this game, I guess I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. So, so in the beginning, like when I was playing it, I get caught by one person. And then um, I was just kind of fumbling around for a while because he didn't really know what to do. And I didn't know what I was trying to accomplish. First of all, I knew that I was right. just I knew that there was going to be an end and I knew that it eventually was going to be kind of as like, in life, as a li- as life is in literature, really. <laughs> right. The end. I knew there was going to be eventually. an end. Right. Um, so I knew that, like, I'd have to find things and procedurally advance in the game, you know, find. Unfortunately, them. you're correct. Oh, yes, I know. As I always know. Right. Um. So in that, I did. I kind of knew what my directive and my direction was, was just continual discovery, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't really and know exactly something. what I was doing. But I, I did think, and I wasn't sure exactly how the, the bad guys, I'll call them, kind of worked. I wasn't sure if they worked off a timer because eventually, like, the guy shows up and, like, the lady is in the kitchen when she catches you. But eventually, I figured that you can outrun them. This was, like, after I had to replay a few times because, like... Yeah. Eventually, I was just sacrificing my first two people to the two bad guys because then I know once they caught me and brought me down to the dungeon, they wouldn't go back to their starting place of where they were. So then I right. could go investigate with my third kid where that place was. That is kind of a weird dynamic in this game that happens a number of times. Like normally these point and click adventures, as Jim mentioned, it's very static procedurally. Click one thing, this thing happens, mm. then you do another thing. But there's a lot of things that happen in this game where you have to actually move Pretty quickly. And right. it also gives, as Jim mentioned, the opportunity to evade being captured, yeah. which is annoying. Um, there's a lot of like, do this. And then within this short amount of time, run and do this. But well, it's that not a, I, that I never experienced. So I don't know what you're talking not, about yet. There's not controls that are classically conducive to doing things quickly. Yeah. It's like, click, 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 click. Um, it's like, I'm walking slowly and making the fingers. So eventually, light. yeah. I, I, so it clicked to me it eventually that I needed to there. use like more than one person at a time, kind of like a two-player game. Um, right. Well, it, eventually I found like the gargoyle head on the set of stairs and I saw that it wow. opened up this door. I can't believe you figured that out. Yeah, I figured it out pretty early, but I was such an idiot that I didn't realize I could use the second person to walk in the door while I, the first person held it open. So you'll see in my Fair gameplay, enough. which you can cut in here, <laughs> I just kept trying to okay what if i push it instead of pull it then i can run quick over there really fast yeah 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 so i tried that and they for definitely like maybe knew a, people maybe were like a whole minute and what you could also cut in a few times is uh, did you figure out how what and how to feed the tentacle guy on like the second floor yeah 
Okay. Yeah. So for a little while, I was like, you know, it kind of looks like if I move in the right direction, I really can juke him out and get past him. Well, you well you need to explain this, what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just kind of, pr- I was probing you a little bit. All right. You know. <laughs> Uh, you love to um, so you, you kind of investigate all the stuff on the first floor. There's one door that has no doorknob and you can't open it. Uh, you do find out, you know, eventually by clicking everything and trying every command and everything that if you push or pull one of the gargoyle heads that sit as like a knob on the banisters up the stairs, mm. that it is like a secret trap that opens that door. But when you let go of it, it closes. Right. So eventually I realized, oh, they give you multiple people. It takes more than one person to do this. And that leads like downstairs into some radioactive room where there's like a key and like a circuit breaker. But we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Sure. Um, and then uh, you go up to like the second floor and there's like I think two more rooms. And then there's that security door with the numpad that Bob was talking about, which yeah. I'm assuming that's what he was talking about. Because it exactly was a door that yeah. was automatically which for open us for was me. already open. Yeah. Yeah. Copyright and then, protection. And off. that will take you up to the third floor. And then up on the third floor, it's like an entirely blue floor with like one plant. And then there's like it's a tentacle. Strangely in. specific description. Well, you told yes. me to be descriptive. All right. Yeah, that's true. Someone's driving on their way I'm home. I'm trying to enhance it. my ah, storytelling yes. abilities. This sounds good. You're doing good. Uh, so you click your way up the stairs and along the hallway mm. and then eventually a tentacle, which is kind of like um, so it's like an octopus tentacle or. Um, it has all the suckers of an octopus. It doesn't look like a squid tentacle. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Uh, and it's kind of just like uh, as if it's just standing up. So it's just like like vertical. And yeah. then it, it's like hopping along is the way that it moves. It doesn't have like little Somehow. feet and undulates or something. It's just yeah. hopping along and it, it kind of verbalizes in whatever way, you know, via text. Via They're like, text, I'm yeah. hungry. Give me food. <laughs> yeah. Now you're assigning that voice to it of course no no in my version she'd be like i'm hungry give me food <laughs> this is, is this jim rayner in your head <laughs> little jimmy right no one out wait who is that speaking oh tychus yeah yeah that's tychus little jimmy rayner oh. hell it's about time <laughs> anyway sorry octopus yeah tentacle. Uh, so i guess Dancing he's one of their about. minions in, in some fashion i saw eventually in a different cutscene there was a different color tentacle yeah. So there's more yeah. than one. Actually, I saw a third tentacle, which I'll get to in a second. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Interesting. Um, Please continue. So you, eventually, I so after yarn. finding everything in this entire house, I picked up like every item, which yeah. was annoying because I, I'm assuming there's no way to get out of the dungeon that I know of that I that I figured out. You'll maybe tell me if I'm wrong. Once you get captured, there's no way to get out until like some sort of end game scenario. Do you know? Continue your. So I was your, really frustrating because like, I'm then, trying to get through this game yeah. because I like got for a lot, lot of the time, for most of the time I'm playing, I'm doing it in the one person kind of get through and then, you know, maybe sacrifice him to the bad people and then go on with the next yeah. guy. So I'm trying to go through this yeah. game with like not picking up stuff because like every time I was picking up stuff, then like I'd get caught by the bad people and then I'd lose all the stuff that that person picked up. Right. Yeah. I did a similar thing at one point. Eventually, all the way at the end, like right before I was done, done playing, and I had all three people like in the dungeon. I was like, I wonder if I can give this to this this person. And I was able to do that. Yeah. I was able to transfer items between my own people, but only while they were all three of them were in a dungeon and I had to quit the game. Um, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but that's the that's the interesting slash frustrating part. All three people will get caught 
but the game doesn't end. Yeah. So actually it wasn't when I was done playing. It was when I was done playing with that save file because I was like, I don't know how to advance and I wanted to start over with more people, with all my people again. I was like, all right, like, let me just get caught and see what happens and see if it ends the game. But it didn't. Ron Gilbert himself even mentioned that at the time using save files was considered like a gameplay mechanic. So there was a lot yeah. of things they did with the game that they wouldn't do now. But back then, they're like, oh, we have a save file. You could just go back if you do something that gets you stuck. Yeah, I wasn't expecting there to be a save button. I found it um, just by my usual pressing all the buttons on my keyboard method. Mm. Did that and then eventually when I learned like, the switch kid button? No. F That's one a big 10 no. Three. <laughs> F1 through F3 let you quickly switch between kids. Mm, maybe I didn't notice because yeah. I was slamming those F buttons. <laughs> You're getting pretty effed up there, kid. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, because I, I think yeah. F4 or F5 was the save. The save. Yeah, F5 like it was brought, a, brought up it was the, the menu for save. Yeah, menu. Whatever. Sure, yeah. And then yeah. eventually I figured out space was pause. Yeah, yeah, that one was nice too. I don't know. Is that an original mechanic, all these things? I mean... Or these it's newer editions. In the manual. There's also uh, keys assigned to the actions if you wanted to do that. So I figured if you, out. If you didn't have a mouse. I figured out about two thirds of the way in, I'd call it. So I was like going through and like, so there's some rooms where you have to turn on lights when you get into them. Or if you could figure yeah. out how to get the batteries into the flashlight. Mm. You could use the flashlight to enlighten rooms, but most mm. of the time, the people that I was able to pick up the flashlight with got caught, or the people that I was able to pick up the batteries with got caught. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if only I could combine these two people. I know. Eventually, I was able to combine things and use I them. I can do. But a lot of the time, like you'll see, I'm like fumbling around a dark room, like just clicking around to see if I can find the exact place where the lamp is. And right. then, like, the problem is once you've like clicked on the lamp then you have to assign an action and like turn on the lamp but then you need to click right. on the lamp again to initiate that action and so many times i would like get to find the lamp and then when i go and try and click it again i click it in like not the exact same spot because you have to go down in your screen to go click on turn on and then try and find that exact spot in complete blackness where it was right. again and then i'd end up moving and not doing it again and then trying to find it again and eventually <laughs> and about by that he means the screen is the color black the yeah, entire yeah. thing yeah, besides yeah. your little gray silhouette, which I actually really like the way they did that. Well, thing. you'll show it right now. Well, the people hearing yeah. won't be able to show it to, but then see it now. Well, I'll describe it for you. It's an entirely black screen and <laughs> your person, their whole body is the color gray. Yeah, that's so about it. makes it look like a kind of a shadow. Yeah. And then it's really easy to walk back out of the room. <laughs> Can I mention something here? A mechanic thing. Uh, yeah, one second. I just want to say that eventually okay, two thirds of the way in, I realized that once you select your action, you get to enter to execute it. True. That, which which made it a lot though. easier. So here's one of the things I learned very late in the game. One of the commands is called what is. And yeah, I couldn't get it to work. Unfairly. Because if let's say you had uh, walk to selected and yep. you move your mouse around the screen in the dark, it's going to show you very little. Yep. Now, if you have what is and move it around the screen, it'll show you a lot more. Oh. So what you're supposed to do is, in the dark, you're supposed to have what is up and move your mouse all around until you see the light switch. Click it once, go down, and click turn on, hit enter. Boom, he'll go over and turn on the light. So it's kind of an unbalanced mechanic in that it, not all the commands 
discover the same and that really annoyed me that was probably i thought i thought it kind of worked like the other ones where i kept clicking what is and then clicking things and it would like deselect it and i was like all right i guess i can't learn what that is i yeah i thought it was going to tell me what it is but it doesn't exactly work that way kind of weird the, it's really hard to explain what we just talked about in terms of how you select things and then how you change the action, hit enter. You really have to play, but just kind of know it's this not incredibly intuitive, but usable mechanic to help you put together and execute sentences without having to type them. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, My shirts in this chair always get so front scrunched and mm. I have to keep... Is it because I'm slouching? I mean, maybe you're just so swole that you get scrunched up <laughs> in your Bob, shirt. You need to. Jim, up, I haven't even put together the workout gear yet. How yeah, but pre Bob, Bob, taking that stuff out of the driveway, I've heard, is a real workout. <laughs> <laughs> First workouts of the books. Yeah, so yeah. at this point, through your game, your walkthrough, um, why, don't we, why don't we change gears a little bit? Okay, okay, Let's, okay. okay well, why don't well. you kind of tell me the overall mechanics yeah, okay, and vibe yeah, yeah. of the game rather than step by step by step by no, step. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to cover kind of what I got up to pretty quickly okay. and then All right. and then you could say if you got further So we're nearing not, that point. Yeah, or, yeah. Because I don't want to go into detail wall. every single room and shit like yeah. that. But eventually I did find like the yellow key and the silver key and I don't know if you found like the, the, like the kid tentacles like dorm loft that's like inside one of I think it's in the nurse's room. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So that was the third tentacle I was talking about. That's the same one. Oh, that's the same tentacle. Yeah, yeah. The same one that's blocking your way. I don't think so. It is. Oh well, how come I don't see him come with me? (laughs) Trusted me. He runs off screen and he goes back to his room. Oh, there must be a secret tunnel. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So eventually, uh, I got him because I I like he's a very funny character. He is. I think he didn't say much to me. Well, he's like this angsty teenager. Oh, you can describe a, his room if you like. It's a faceless tentacle. And in his room, he has all band posters up on the wall, these giant speakers in his bed. And he's talking about how he's depressed because he's trying to start a band, but he doesn't know anybody to start a band with. Oh, I do feel like I remember reading that he was depressed. Which is super random. Yeah. And then it's, I think he had a poster that said like, no jazz. Or no, maybe it was, uh, yes, disco jazz. Disco sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. No, Anyhow, <laughs> wait a second. No jazz. I gotta get your posters. No jazz. <laughs> and he had uh, two huge speakers, a la yeah. beginning of Back to the Future. The ones that Doc, oh, yeah, the big one that, that Doc yeah. Brown had, they that he told Marty Mondo, not to use. Mondo stereo system. You could tell that I recently watched Back to the Future, like last month. Dun, 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 Going back, back to, the to the future. future. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we've seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I like that guy. Uh, so that I was able was to funny. go. I wasn't able to to find like a stool to pick up the developer to go to the development room and uh, develop some pictures. I don't know if I was going to take pictures mm. at some point. But I was able to get into the backyard. Mm. And then and you go in the backyard and there's like a pool. How'd you do that? So in the room past the dining room is that room with the grate and the 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 rack of stuff on it that has like the like the chow and the stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how you did it. I'm saying explain the kind of. Uh, oh, okay. So when you go to, when you take the gargoyle, what did you head, figure out that let you? When do you it? go to the gargoyle head room, which goes yeah. down to the basement, the radioactive basement, there's a silver key, and that's the silver key you need to get into the backyard that's in that room I was describing before. And you get into the backyard and there's like a car. It's like a jet car. 
You yeah. can open up their garage and then you go into the trunk of the jet car and there's tools. I never got to figure out what to use the tools for. I tried using them on a number of things that never ended up working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the last thing, yes, one of the last things I did in the game was I was trying to figure out how to make the arcade machines work. So quick yeah. sidebar, there's an arcade room. And in the arcade room, there's a Lucasfilm poster. There's like a Star Wars poster. The original the Star room. Wars poster. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, and so I tried turning the circuit breaker on and off and I was like, oh, maybe that'll reboot the games. Cause I wanted to play one of the games. Cause you even pick up a dime in one of the rooms and I was like, oh man, I'm going to yeah. put it in here and I'll be able to play, but there's no power. Eventually I'm pretty sure I figured out that there's like wires all the way up in the top of the thing. You need some sort of way to fix the wires to connect it and make, you know, electricity Like a work. toolbox. It didn't let me it just tools. say meow. Cause the power was still on. Okay. Well, you have to turn the power off to fix the wires. Okay. Well, hold on. Tools. So. When eventually one of the last things I did was turn the power off. And then ah. once you let I turned the power off and I left it off for a little while. Yeah. And it goes crazy because there's like a radioactive meltdown. <laughs> and I was <laughs> on my last dude at this point. And he sends his tentacle after you. And I was like, you know what? I can go behind the pipes where the radioactive thing is. And I was like, you know what? The lights are off. I think I'm gonna hide from this <laughs> tentacle man. Yeah. And, and uh, it didn't work. He found me and sent me to the dungeon. And Bob, I don't know if you know this, but the alarm never goes off. No, it doesn't. So actually, no, I had one other person. I think I had saved. Well, it eventually does. Oh, not. I kept playing for a few more minutes. Uh, it didn't turn off. And I was like, I am done playing this game. <laughs> well, do you know what happens? The fucking house explodes. Does it? No, I didn't. The nuclear <laughs> reactor gets unstable and it explodes. I and couldn't. It says I it was. Like, I was like, I couldn't handle anymore after all of the silence. <laughs> it says like, it I goes c- off in a blast that affects like five miles. You see that's the house pretty funny. I didn't get up to that. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I was able to figure out. I went through all the rooms. I got like all the way up. Um, I didn't know what else to do really. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoy kind of games like this where it's like tough to figure out because I, I do like the juice and the squeeze mechanic. Um, what does like that miss. mean? Like, what well, is the juice worth the squeeze? Oh, okay. And you think it was. You enjoyed the, the squeeze. Uh, I enjoyed finding something. New. So it was definitely very difficult, especially because, you know, I didn't know what to do. But a lot of that I do take enjoyment in. Um your I view I right now, it. it's very confusing for me to find out if you like this game or not. <laughs> Good. You gotta keep I feel like of people you wanting. said you liked it, and then I'm like, oh, you liked it? You're like, no, I don't know if I liked it, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot I hated, but maybe I did like yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, well, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you percolate on that? Because we're, we're not even at the review part. Well, you asked me end. to give like an overarching... I, I know. No, well, I, I was saying, I, I, I mean, like, like your... No, 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 no. Right, but that's this ahead. isn't like my you know exactly. review. This, this, this is like a review, a real review. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's not real. No, but I, I like games like these, like the mystery type games, or it you know adventure, if you will, or if you must. Yeah, I must. Point and click adventure. Um, so I I do enjoy like the payoff in figuring out something. So you know I do yeah. like playing games like this. So I didn't mind putting the time into this, as opposed to like um, time into like Star Wars Rebellion or whatever it was called. I don't remember all that already. was it. That was it. That's fucking a game the- you picked. Yeah. By the way. You no. Know, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, that game, there is no payoff. Yeah, no. The no. best no, case No, what turning scenario. it off is the payoff. <laughs> the best case scenario is that three hours, that there's an autoplay mode. I did enjoy the Wars fact Rebellion. when, like, 
R2 and C3PO were getting like destroyed by attacks and they had to Which flee. We have that footage, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. That was our first game of footage. Uh, okay. So it, it does that satisfy? Did I satisfy yes, you? It does. And I will okay. pick up supplementarily and I'll sure, go sure, back sure. to go forward. Okay. Okay. Aforementioned. Gotta go back uh, in time. Dedicated viewer slash friend of the show. Okay. Our friend Jody. Yeah. Digitally cornered me on Slack. And he's like, you yes. better fucking do this game justice. Okay. Make sure you fucking get far in this game. And if Did you I don't. Get- and if you don't get far in this game, I don't want to ha- hear some kind of half cocked review that you couldn't figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. Once you finish your playtime. You should do a goddamn walkthrough and make sure you finish this game. And I says to him, that's fair. So. Wait, 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 wait. He was telling you you need to finish the game or you were telling him. He was telling me. He said, make sure you do it justice. Okay, so I I, did we do it justice yet or no? Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I I don't. I don't know how he feels about it. We haven't even finished recording it yet. Well, no, but you know about the game. So I was trying to say, like, did I get far in the game or not? So here's where I go bringing in the justice. Yeah, bring me the justice. Justice is right. Justice is free. Okay. So I don't remember how to explain exactly where I got in the game, but I got to a certain part where I was fucking real, real stuck. And I went in and out of every room 10 gajillion times. Yeah. At this point, there was a decision made by myself and i don't know how many it could have been three hours i don't know where i was at that i had i don't know how many hours left until i had to switch over to research mode we had to record tonight mm. and i was like fuck it i'm going over to a walkthrough okay. so i got a walkthrough out and i started going through it and that's when um that's when i was like oh my god it was another kind of um escape from monkey island scenario where some of the stuff like i was just never gonna get ever okay. Never, ever, ever. No, I, so, so, so I think so. Before you kind of tell me what what happened, this this sure. is a game that I'd probably. I mean, I'm not going to, but I, I I'm about to say I would, but I'm not going to. <laughs> one one would one if if one were me, one would not me, yeah. but if one were yeah. me, um, yeah. I would p- try to play this game through. I think um, I stopped because I got to the three hours, and you know we're you know. Um, I, I it, it was it was at a good point where I wanted to start a new game instance again, and I could have ripped through and got to that same point again pretty quickly. But um, I would have probably wanted to take like a day off or something to try and get like a fresh look at it. But I do enjoy these types of games, so I think probably eventually I would get further in the game, and I would enjoy doing so. Kind of like how I got a lot further in Mist, you know, humble brag. Yeah. But I would not, and I stand by, I will not go back in my game and redo all of fucking Mist to get those pages. I, I might play Mist too, right. though. Uh, yes, eventually we'll play Raven? Something like that. Craven. Yeah, Blazer. The second, the second one, uh, that'll be good. Okay, so here's an example. Okay, and okay. because I know from doing the history... Um, Ron even admits himself that some of these things um, are kind of fucked up now. So there's some items that it will allow you to use incorrectly and okay. won't tell you at the time that you no longer can finish the game. Interesting. Right. So one example is there's a paint remover yeah. that you pick up at one point, which you need to throw on a wall, which reveals a door. Yeah, I did that. That one I actually did figure out, luckily. 
but it also allows you to use the paint remover in other spots. And it'll just feel like, well, that didn't seem worth it. Yeah, and that's like it. so. Yes, so a, a real example, which I don't know if you'll find the footage for or not, is before I figured out that the I I I think he eats old batteries or something. I forget what the tentacle guy actually eats. Mm. If you remember offhand, the tentacle. I, don't, I never gave him old batteries. Oh, okay. he wants he wants food. Right. So the, yeah, the tentacle man wants food. So I tried yeah. giving him all sorts of food. Well, the first time right. when I got up to him, the person who picked up the tentacle chow was already captured, I believe. So I gave him everything else I could pick up. I tried to give him to eat. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I know the tentacle chow might be the thing I have to give him, but you know, whatever. So I gave him a turkey. I gave him the pot roast. I gave him bottles of ketchup. Yeah. I gave him everything. You can just yeah. he'll eat it all. Yeah. Eventually, I think I forget what it is he actually wants to eat, and then you have to give him a glass of water too. Yeah. And if you give him the glass of water first, I found out, he's like, oh, that was good. Then you give him the food. He still gets thirsty and you have to get him another glass of water. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's an example of what you're talking about. I don't know if that one is actually. Why? It lets me use all of those items. I don't know if they have purpose because, for anything because else in the game, but he'll eat it and you don't get it back. Right. Okay. So those are disposables, but that is okay. Because if you give him all the things and you give him enough, eventually he is okay with that. Because that's what I did. I gave him all those and the chow. And he was like, okay, I'm not fungry anymore. Now I'm thirsty. No, you must have gave him the right thing. Because once I figured out what that one thing was, you can just give him the one thing and the water. I forget what the one thing is. Yeah. And it's not okay. the chow. Okay. Either way, by giving him all those things, it doesn't stop. It doesn't end the game for you. Okay, but I'm just saying it's yeah, it, yeah. it's an example of stuff you there can never get back. There are disposable items that yeah, you okay, could okay. do. Yeah. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I know. I know. I know. Sorry, I was being a little bitch there. Semantic. Okay. Um. So that's one thing. Second thing is that you could just like absolutely fuck up and not know till further down the game, which is okay. pretty fucked. And at the time, they thought it was like cool that to be able to allow you to do anything they thought you should be able to do. They, yeah, they I think it, like, I, it's more it's more natural. It's more organic. But it's not now they wouldn't they know that you shouldn't do that to a player. It's not fair. I, and uh, yeah, it's not I mean, to I, I think it, it's I don't know. It's the creator. You're, so right? you're for that. No, I don't hate the oh, idea on its face, like especially in a like game it. that's limited in its like size like it, it to have that it gives you different ways to play the game like over and over again like even though they're wrong it's like different kind like of ways that. to play the game and more things for you to figure out and yeah right. like i think ron gilbert would still make a game like that today even no, if He's, even if even though he think it's specifically said he wouldn't do things like that. no 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 i don't believe him old old tricky ron no i know cd ron i know for this him. yeah for the suits he has to say that okay the second one is the um, what is mechanic is huge and it's sneakily fucky. And here's an example. Okay. So I also thought that if you're all of your people are in the dungeon, the game's over, but it just won't mercy kill you. Okay. It turns out in the dungeon, if you stand under the left barred window and do what is Along the wall, eventually it'll say, what is loose brick? Uh, and if you have one character push the loose brick, the door opens. That's okay. And another person. So I, I had a suspicion that there was a way to get out, but I, I, 
had not but mastered it's, it's in any fashion the what is thing. No, yeah. but I, I expected there to be something secret. I was trying to pull I all the candelabras and I was pulling all the bars. Right. and like, But it was something there in plain sight where there was just like absolute, unless you would have to have know how the what is worked. Okay, sure. Which it doesn't incredibly explain in the manual. And yeah. then scan the entire screen slow enough and I like exactly enough because nah, there's you know, no I, visual I, cue which nah, I don't I know want. I blame myself more than I blame the game for that because I was you forgive the game on everything unfair no because I you're an I, apologist I am I'm a Ron Gilbert apologist because I <laughs> did I knew that the game was going to be tricky after you know just playing it for a few minutes right so when I was in the dungeon, like every time that I got trapped in there, I was trying to do everything. I was clicking all the locks. I was clicking all the different bones in the skeleton's body. Yeah. Maybe I could pick up a bone and pick a lock with it. Yeah. I was like trying to like reread the thing that said on the wall and maybe it would give me some sort of insight. So I was already trying to do all sorts of shit. So like <laughs> all it said was secret lab. I thought maybe if you read it, then it would say like, this is the path to the secret lab. There's only one way out and it's through mm. this door that you click and I'll open it for you right now or something. Those two know. words. We're going to say all that. Uh, you never know. You never it's know. It's the words it doesn't say. Yeah. Read between tells the lines. You what it does say. Um, yeah. So I, I blame myself as much as I blame the game for that because I was already trying such crazy things that like it's kind of my fault that I didn't end up finding it. That's one opinion. I don't like when shit like that happens. That annoys me. There was another thing very, very similar. At one point, you had to go into the library and one of the panels, if you were to do the what is over it, again, no visual cue at all. It just looks Uh like every other one. It says loose panel. Yeah, I had a feeling those panels were were, were suspicious, but it didn't give me any indication. So again, that's my fault because I did try clicking them. Okay. Now let me lead you through another one. I also now, thought maybe this, one of those books. One of those this, books. I maybe. did think that too, but no, no, none of those books. Okay. The panels did look and suspicious. I also thought though. Chuck the Plant could have been one. Which one's wasn't. Chuck the Plant? The eating there plant? There's a plant up on the bookshelf. Just oh, like a no. I didn't even know he had a name. What was the Which deal with, a, the, with, the, with the eating plant? Okay. I'll get to that one. Okay. That okay. one's not too bad. Okay. Actually, I have to kind of remember what that was. Anyway, okay. So here's an example. Uh, this is something that happened in Monkey Island too, and maybe it's just me. Wait, wait, wait. in and Monkey Island as well, or in Monkey Island too? Good point. This is the kind of thing that happened in Monkey Island as well. Thank you. Okay, it's weird combinations of things that I wouldn't think to do, and in my opinion, I would have never ever figured out. Okay. Let me lead you through one of these scenarios. And the only way I know is this from the walkthrough. And it, it's crazy to me that anyone's got this on their own and beat the game. Okay. I really hope okay. I got this. Okay. <laughs> now that you say this. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, so, that? I got that. <laughs> the green tentacle at some point, as we mentioned, complains that he wants to be in a rock band and he's never going to, you know, get signed and be in a band. Yeah. He's got no bandmates, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I get it now. You need you have to, to put on the right record for him or the right music? No. Oh, damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. First, I was trying to play a, different there's music. There's a number of different that. ways to beat the game, but this is the one that I, that I was able to do or chose to do based on the characters I had picked. Well, you beat okay. the game? Because I had a walkthrough. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, you no. played, you continued to play the game after Did you Did you not listen to me when I said, no, I didn't watch it. I used the walkthrough and walked through the game. Oh, I thought you, wa- I thought you watched through. Oh, no, no, no. I actually did it. Oh, I don't think I think you kind of have to strike that gameplay from the record. It's a little 
<laughs> I jump up and no, but, it right no, now. but you'll look like you know what you're doing, and that's a but, little. But people will know because I'm saying. No, it but what right if now. what if the deaf people are just watching? The it, podcast? Well, put it this way: they won't even get up to it because if we're playing the gameplay mm-hmm. footage in real time, I got that at like the very end. They'll so know. This podcast is only an hour long. Anyway, let, all right, let me walk through the scenario. Okay, here's what you do: you have to get the cassette from in the panel that I would have never found. Yeah. Then. One of the characters, there's two of them that are musically inclined. You have to take the cassette, put it in the cassette player that records, hit record, go to the piano, play the piano. He says he doesn't know how to play piano. Some characters can, some can't. Uh, The music guys can't. And again, this is just one way to beat the game. There's many ways, depending on the characters you pick. Okay, this is the way I did it. So he plays the piano. It plays like a little cutscene. You, you finish that, you go over, you stop the tape, now you have the cassette. Okay. You need to use a envelope with a secret thing inside of it you got earlier in the game. And the way that you open no, this envelope. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I know. The way that you open the envelope is putting the envelope in the microwave with a jar full of water and turn on the microwave to steam the envelope open to get what's inside. Never in a so that's that's just a that's a prereq actually to what you need to do for this. Oh, but that's a prereq. Okay. Uh, so somehow okay. someone's thought to do that. Okay. I don't know how the fuck they Jody ever, has. Ever, I guess he might have. I don't know how anyone ever thought to do that. Okay. So now you have your envelope, and you're supposed to take the envelope with the music, put the tape inside. Use the stamps that you got off of a package that you intercepted. I did get put, the stamps. Okay. Put the stamps on the envelope with the cassette into it. Go to the typewriter in the room with the plant and use it. Now, if you're one of the characters that when they watch the TV, they see the specific marketer ad on it, which mentions an address and says, we'll sign anything, send us anything and we'll publish you. It doesn't matter what it is. If you've seen that, You've watched, opened the TV and watched it, and you I, use the typewriter. They'll write the address to that marketer guy on the envelope. Then you have to take the envelope to the mailbox, open the mailbox, put it in, close the mailbox, lift the flag to mm-hmm. indicate that the mailman should come pick it up. Go inside the house, and after a while, because one of the other things that I have a beef about this game that Ron also admitted to that they they didn't do after this. There's time-based events, not action-based or event-based. Yeah. So you might think you've done the right thing, but there's literally no way to know and there's literally no way to speed it up. So you have to just wait a certain amount of time, kill time. Like for me playing the walkthrough, I knew what was going to happen, but I had to just wait. Walk around a while. Eventually, the mailman will come. You'll get a cutscene. Well, the marketer gets the tape and he goes, wow, these guys are great. We got to sign these guys. Cutscene ends. You have to wait another random amount of time. And then eventually the doorbell rings. And then when the doorbell rings, you go out to the mailbox, you get um, the letter, which is a recording contract. And then you bring that to the tentacle and give it to him. And it says that like now the band is signed and he's super happy and he vows to protect you which allows you to beat the game at the very end. How the fuck, truthfully, how the fuck would someone be able to put all that together? I don't know how anyone ever has. So 
That's just one example. I think there's, it's just a, a number of things like of that. trial and error. I imagine. Yeah, I guess so. You're like, oh, Which, wait like, a second. It to the game's credit allows for that sort of situation to happen. There's like so many different things that you can do, and like, I at one point I picked up a manuscript and tried to use it in the typewriter, and like, and yeah, apparently there's just so many. Some of the characters when you do that specific ones they'll retype the manuscript because they're able to read what he wrote and retype it for you i don't remember what you use it for because i didn't have those but i read in the walkthroughs it has if you have this person do this if you have this person do this if you have this person do this you know each of the characters have specific things they can do yeah i think if it told you what this person was good at or what they could do from the beginning it would be a lot fairer I don't know. I just assumed it was like a personal preference thing, like who you wanted to pick. And I didn't look at the manual. So maybe the manual. Yeah, I can't remember in the manual. I think it gave very brief, like he's a rocker or like he's a nerd. Here's an example of the nerd. Okay. In the room where you'd go to where the ladder is to meet the to go to the tentacles clubhouse bedroom. There's a ham radio thing and it says you try using it and it says, oh, this doesn't work. It looks like it's missing a piece. If right, you yeah. have the nerd selected, you can go up to one of the old radios in the house, open it up and take out one of the amplifier tubes, vacuum mm. tubes, and then use that to put it into the ham radio to get it to work. That's now, why cool. you'd, why I, don't, I don't see how you could have a problem with any of this. This is all great. <laughs> why you'd ever. This okay, is great another example. Jim mentioned at some point that there's developing liquid for pictures. Okay. Yeah. One of the dudes um, can is a photographer, it says somewhere, maybe in the manual. Now, if you try and get the developer uh, liquid, which is up on a high shelf, it falls and breaks. And you're like, fuck, well, that. Right. First time I did it, I was like, well, there goes that, because now I know this game could be cruel. I don't know if I needed it or not, because it doesn't you don't know that that mechanics there, that some things could be fucked forever or not. So you just have to be like, OK, with it and like, well, we'll find out. On my second playthrough, because once everyone got caught in the dungeon and I didn't know how to get out, I thought that was that. So I started a game over. Um, I let it break. Oh, no, I didn't let it break, which means I never would have picked it up because I thought I was going to need to find a ladder. That never happened. Okay. Right. Yeah. What's supposed to happen is you let it break. You get a sponge somewhere along the way. You, go, in the, under, yeah. you go under the house where the fluid has went through the grate and into the sub basement and use the sponge to soak up the developer fluid, which you then use and bring it upstairs and develop. No, but I don't even think it's that easy because I there was stuff spilled when I was down in the basement. If it fell into the basement, I tried to use the sponge to pick it up. And at least maybe the dude I was using was like, I'm not picking that stuff up. Well, was it the basement? Was it the entrance that you went in from outside? No. Okay. So remember that grate that you saw? Yeah. You could just move that and go down there. How? I think it's either pull or push. I whatever, thought I tried all those things. Whatever one you wouldn't didn't, budge. Whatever one you didn't do. All right. Well, we're going to cut to footage right now. Me pressing every button. <laughs> no, we won't. Maybe we won't. <laughs> I thought I pressed every button because I was like, no, I'm pretty sure. I was like, man, maybe I yeah. guess I have to get like a, I don't know. Another example. And there's a whole set of them. Um, I don't remember where they were listed, but uh, Ron had mentioned it. Of these conditions, like I had touched on earlier, where if you do one thing wrong, like turn on the lights while the photo is developing which i yeah. never even use i that. mean that makes sense. you're fucked forever but without the game telling you you're going about hours 
hours trying to get yeah, to but the game I mean, on. you're developing so, all this. So I think I think flawed yeah. logic. So no, but I think you're thinking about it in a different way. You're thinking tell me about which way it. I'm thinking about. You're it. thinking from the perspective of how long it takes you to beat this game and how annoying it is that it takes forever. When back in the day, the the merit of a game can be judged on how many hours you can be able to play it and still get new experiences or enjoyment out it's of it. Still, that's still a thing, replayability. No, I know, but I think back then it's more because games like obviously started out more simplistic and got more advanced, I think, is a general trend we can agree on, right? So that the more intricate and more replayable and the more nuanced a game can be and the more hours you can sink into it, maybe frustratingly or unfrustratingly, I think is a credit to the game of its time. I I think it's... I know you don't want to agree with that. No. So you don't even have to, but I'll pre-agree for you. (laughs) I think it's just unfair, unfair game design. And I don't don't think none of this, like I, I enjoy hearing these details. Yeah. I figured you would. And I find it very interesting, but in terms of someone playing it, I don't like it. But I think I beat, I think I've already beaten off that dead horse enough. Um, There's a lot of ways that you can, there's a lot of ways you can run into a lot of trouble here. And, you know, it is. And we pro- we mentioned it like in every episode, you have to calibrate yourself back to that period. Again, using save states was more of a thing. Your save files, so you wouldn't have yeah, to restart I mean, the whole game I, if you I, realized. I, I if did you take advantage of that gave like up, one time. Here's an example. Like if you don't figure out that whole brick to get out of the basement thing, you think the game's over every time all three people get caught. And you do yeah, all yeah, I just these over. playthroughs over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. That didn't bother okay. me. I was All okay. Right. Sorry. Right, now, it, now, now, now I've doubly beat a dead horse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then let's, so, let's wrap it. Let's I think wrap. we, yeah, I think we did wrap it. All right. Let's so do let a quick me, freestyle let, rap. Yeah. Let me start. Let me start the rap here. Come on. What y'all, I'll say about it's Maniac, Maniac Mansion. Mansion. Come on. I think y'all. it does a lot of really impressive things. I really like the, the look of it, even though it's very simplistic. We didn't even really talk about the video. The video is very simplistic. I think it was like 320 pixels by 200 pixels. Yeah. Was the but they were doing I, I like that. The, the 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 graphics essentially just remind me of the TV show Code Monkeys. It's like very similar design. I mean, it's supposed to like look like games yeah, from that era. That I mean, Code Monkeys is inspired by. That. I know, I know, yeah. but you know, you know what I mean. It's. I'd say I don't think I. Besides, like NES graphics, which look a lot like that, I don't think I have ever played a game with such simplistic gla- uh, graphics like that um, in present day. N- uh, when I started, I was like, whoa. No, I, I I was gruntled by the graphics. Yeah, agreed. And yeah. when there was music, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, the kind intro song was great. Wasn't. For most of the game, it's just silence, which I guess I know, maybe was I know. more normal. And, maybe and then like maybe for a while, I was like restraint. just sitting, I was like sitting there in silence and I had like my headphones on and I was getting a hot ear and I'm like, why am I even sitting here? Like I just take my headphones off. I and then I was like, ah, you know what? I'll put time. something. And then I put some music on. And I was like, yeah. and Bob gets to hear my music if he wants. I can't believe I'm going to hear it's fucking podcast or whatever the hell you're listening to. You can you can just mute it. You don't even have to use the audio track. Jim, I know that. <laughs> okay. But you, for my first recording, you should. There's some pretty good. Jim, like, don't you know, Bob explain how to edit this. All right. <laughs> how dare you? You forget that I was I was editing our uh, uh, what the what the hell did we call it? Uh, craft beer and indie games. You've done many a few editings. That's for sure. I haven't. Forgotten. So I was essentially before it was a podcast. Yes. When it was just a. A video. Yeah. Yeah. Slobcast. All right. So to double wrap it up, uh, I'm not going to go through the whole walkthrough. I did end up beating the game. 
Um, I well, did with the walk walkthrough. Um, I, I did find the plot. Wait, how far did you, you don't remember how far you got without the walkthrough or it's hard to explain. Okay. All right. No, because yeah, there's so many little moving pieces that are happening all over the place. Yeah, I would say I yeah, I didn't figure out uh, finishing the power. And then I got the yellow key and the silver key and I knew I had to do something with finishing the electricity and I wanted to turn on the arcade machines. Yeah. I didn't I wasn't sure what to use the toolbox for, but I did get the toolbox out of the backyard. And then I did eventually I turned the circuit breaker off and I guess the house was about to explode, but I was done with my playtime and the 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 alarms were so annoying that I just had to turn it off. <laughs> there's also there's a way to drain the pool and if you leave the pool drain for too long the house explodes. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Also, if you try putting in a code to one of those code lock doors and just guess, mm-hmm. the house will explode. That's pretty cool. Okay, or like if you're Bernard the nerd and go Bad. to any of the panels, he thinks that he could like hack in mm-hmm. and the house <laughs> will explode. That's <laughs> see, at I least in that why, scenario, I, you lose. I don't know why you hate you this game, Bob. No, that I don't hate. Bob, I, I don't understand why you hate this game and it's documented that you hate this game and Jody should. Listen, the only thing we have documented is that Jim doesn't like video games. Okay. Now all I'm hearing is Jim doesn't like, Jim doesn't like. That's all I'm hearing. Although you like this one. This is this is one of the ones where they have admitted and they know what they did wrong because they were still figuring out. And it was very early days. Yeah. Okay. Moving forward, they said in their other games they didn't do the kind of things that annoy me. And so I don't really have beef with the game. I think it's a very well-made game i think it's got a really good vibe to it i think the plot's a little confusing but it doesn't really matter um and i could see how uh it's a beloved forefather for the genre and uh, i wonder if i'm ever ever going to be good at a point and click adventure unless it's one made for children which i'm very good at apparently uh as yeah, I, actually I guess you were legitimately you did beat, spy fox. beat spy fox you yeah. did. Which is the I did only not. game on here I did, and I got further than you. So well, that's not. weird. Yeah, you get further than me in the much easier games. Maybe I can't think of those dumb, dumb routes to I go. I think that's exactly what it is. I'm I child, can just only do those. The I'm galaxy brain-minded savant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I got further than you in this, legitimately. Mm. But we won't. We won't know. We'll leave it up to, you know, interpretation. Jim, what are your closing thoughts on this game? Yeah, I thought it was a good game. I had, I had uh, there's a lot of frustrating moments, but they were kind of... Usually bookended with with elation, mm. you know, like I start playing the game and I'm fun to like get a fresh start every time I start over. And then like it would I'd kind of get frustrated and captured and like, you know, to end the game. And I yeah, I'd be happy to start over and try a new method Although or I if I figured out something new. I'd be like, yeah, got it. Yeah. But it was always like happy, frustrated for a while, happy, frustrated for a while, happy, frustrated for a while, you know. So there's an ebb and a flow, which which I enjoy. And there's a lot of there's a lot of really funny bits. Um, Having the seven different characters there's a lot of different ways you could play through this game. There's a ton of if you if you're digging it, there's a ton of replayability, even if you beat it, because there's totally different endings that go in totally different ways. Um, It's a good good game. Let me uh, can can we rejourn the internal meeting quick? Sure. Yeah. God. Okay. One second. So I think um, we you should <laughs> you record just, like, a change quick... roles physically. You yeah, I had up, to move to say okay. this. Yeah. Uh, I think you should. What you should do is like, or, or I could do it right now. Okay, yeah, ready? Do it right now. You should be Bob. I need you to be quiet. Okay. okay. Please skip to. And then that's where you're going to cut in the minute of when they can go to uh, to avoid spoilers. 
so that oh, if people so wanted that. to play this game and they hadn't yet, because you kind of told them how to beat the whole game. Well, and then you can you can kinda. add that in late or I, earlier. I, I, later, I like the earlier. idea. It's too. It's going to be too <laughs> hard to say what. It's all a spoiler. If we tell them how to beat any part of the game, it's a spoiler. Okay, all right. So I think you have to just let me, say the let me whole thing it. is a spoiler. Don't listen if, if you want to play the game. Exactly. You can put that yeah. in the beginning. I'll just do it. Well, next time we'll be like, warning, this video game review contains spoilers that may be sensitive material for all yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll so now like that we did that, we can we can wrap. Uh, all in yeah. all, I like the game. I like these type of games. I like the graphics. I like the developer. It was fun. And now we can start building developer publisher specific playlists we have three lucas filmed games at this point so in the future okay. a, a person could watch playlists from a specific yeah, yeah. i mean eventually, we could have yeah. a ron gilbert playlist going essentially the whole ronnie g like, and the boys yeah the whole catalog is ronnie a lot of g. stuff we can go on let me ask you a question, Jim. And I don't Ron, know. I don't know what the uh, the next game is. I know you don't. I'm noticing we've gone heavy Lucas Lucas films. No Sierra games yet on CD ROMP. Maybe that'll Lucas, change. Maybe Lucas Films' biggest uh, competitor. I'm pretty sure we haven't done a Sierra game. Maybe okay. It'll so change. the last part. <clears throat> excuse me. The last part of this show. Uh, is where Jim's going to tell us the game we're playing next week, which I have no prior knowledge of. But before I do that, I want to let you know, if you want to recommend a game to us, send us an email to theboys, T-H-E-B-O-Y-S, at cdromp.com and uh, let us know what the game is and why you want us to play it. If it's a cherished childhood memory, if you never got around to playing it and you want to hear about it, if it's miserable and you want it to laugh at our pain while we make our way through it, like Star Wars Rebellion. Please mm. let us know. <laughs> All right. Jim, yeah. the floor is yours to let us know about next sure. week's game. True, true, true. So next week we are going to be – oh, should we do a guessing game? It I, seems I, to be – oh, think you're wait, gonna we, wait, wait, quickly. We have to do our score. Oh, We've been uh, forgetting I give about this that. game and I don't remember what my rating system is out of and I don't think I ever will remember week to week. It's changed. That's fine. Um, On a, on a total – Recall. We'll call them elephant peanut scale because elephants you know, like I didn't peanuts, think right? N- nut was going to be the end of that word when you said it. <laughs> well, that was delightful. Peabody. Ending. What did you? How did you think it was going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. uh, okay. Uh, I'd say. Oh, I think I used base sixteen last time, right? So we'll use. So for peanuts, they'll probably be in a gross. So it'll be one out of one forty-four. Uh, I well, I don't even know how to scale this to do it appropriate. Okay, <laughs> we have a ten. fucking number, so I can say a number. <laughs> and we can end this show. Uh, yeah, I'd I, I'd call this like an eight point six. I had a I'm lot of fun. G- I, I'm going to give it an eight point five out of ten. I I think if if it's my own fault for not reading the manual, right? I think if I had the better tools to to get through the game. Because a lot of it was just kind of floundering and stuff. But if I had knew that there was a music guy, I would have been inclined to try my music things. If I knew mm-hmm. that like that guy was a nerd, I didn't just he looked like one. I don't know, but it's my it's my fault. I, I will, had, I'm apologist for the game, and I'll die for it. <laughs> if I had more time and more patience, uh, I probably would have liked it more. But because of the aforementioned reasons over the hour plus, um, not a full ten, but still very very good game that I'll recall fondly and talk to people fondly about all right last do you remember what i gave star wars rebellion can i lower it no we i don't think we did give a review on that okay like two (laughs) 
It is a game. That's so right. in that way, it has to get at least one Barely point. a game. Remember, it's really a message like board one system. Po- I have it like 1.5 out of 10. Jim? Like, yeah. Let's sorry. try and stay on the final rails. I kid. All right. So the next game we're going to play, I- I'm not even going to go through the thing as I don't, don't even get any yet. chance. Just drop it on us. Uh, Deus Ex. Really? Yeah. Circa 2000. Really? Interesting. So we have the Is uh, that the related ability- to the movie? Huh? Is that related to the movie? Is there oh, a no, movie? Oh, Deus Ex Machina. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, is there a movie? What year uh, was it? So I- huh? What year was Dave's? 2000. 2000. A new boy. Well, we're I mean, compared from to fucking 87 to 2000. Wow. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. A computer's uh, So like, we have the ability. We're going to be playing the Game of the Year edition, which was released like uh, not quite a year later. This was a Game of the Year or the Game of the Year, perhaps, depending on your interpretation of that. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's very minor um, just changes, like a couple like uh, like this thing isn't here at this time it's here now so there's no like graphic changes or control changes or anything like that it should be pretty close to the original okay i mean i i it'll probably be a little bit different but we can go through that and i'll i'll figure that out cool all right i'm excited for it and to pull back the uh the curtain you guys don't know but we've been on kind of a crazy release recording schedule so i'm very excited to get back to our normal schedule Although we've been able to keep... Well, you're going to have a normal is, schedule. I'm going to yeah. have a few less days again, but... <laughs> well, I care about me. I know. Yeah, you got to look out I for don't. You got to look out for the big man. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, until next time, thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, we appreciate you guys spending your free time with us. We love doing this, and we hope we continue to do it. Far into the Ron Gilbert series. Mm. That's for the rest of the games. Eventually, yeah, when he runs out of... A games that he's made were done though right we'll have to go to his house and have him make new old games <laughs> make old new games or yeah new make old, old games. new games until next time you keep on listening showing up we'll keep on romping Pissing. and jim will keep on stomping from yeah. our family to yours thanks so much everybody Peach catch you next out. week bye bye bye, bye. bye. bye.